and Brad, the two most famous physical therapists on the internet. Welcome, my friends, to the Bob and Brad podcast produced by Bob and Brad, the two most famous physical therapists on the internet, in our opinion, of course. I'm Brad Heineck, and I'm exactly one half of the Bob and Brad crew. And here, oh, Bob and Brad show, we got a crew too. We got, that's another channel, by the way. And we got Chris, the pharmacist here. He, we are a just excited to have him here. He did a lot of research and he just knows this information on this topic, which is heartburn, acid reflux, and GERD, capital G-E-R-D, best relief options, uh, whether it's diet, over-the-counter, or prescription meds, uh, also known as PPI, I guess yep, we're going to get into that. Yep, proton uh, pump you need to know this information. If you have this or a family member, it's going to be a Complete education, you're going to feel so much better about how to deal with this. So, Chris, heartburn, acid reflex, GERD, or G-E-R-D, are they all the same, or is that three different diagnoses? Nope, they're all the same. I mean, basically, it's that awful feeling you get in your chest. You just feel like it's kind of burning, just doesn't feel right. Mm-hmm. You're just uncomfortable, whether it's after you eat or maybe when you lay down at night. So sure. your symptoms can come at different times of the day or at all times of the day. So it just kind of depends on how severe your case is. So from personal experience, I do want to say one thing. If you have not had acid reflux or this problem and you're getting chest pain, don't guess and think that it's, oh, I've got heartburn. Because yep. you could be having a heart attack. Yep. So you've got to get in and get it checked out. Yeah, that's... Confirm what the problem yeah, is. Yeah, you want to make sure that you have a, a pro. Make sure, because actually, there are the symptoms and some people are actually they're undiscernible to a doctor, even in the ER setting, till they actually do blood work and look at your phone levels and all so the things. So you're that, saying they're, they don't know what it is? They don't know what it is till they do some testing. So sometimes people can have what they think is heartburn. And it's actually a heart attack. Okay. And some people think they're having a heart attack and it's only heartburn. Right. So until, you know, so if it's it's an emergent situation, don't just guess. I'm going to take a couple of Tums and see what happens. Right. Get taken care and of. And there is another diagnosis that has similar symptoms, which I have is costochondritis, which is has to do with the ribs and the, the um, cartilage in your chest. Yep. But I know I get that pain here and it's like, I've gone to the emergency three times, so I, I feel confident if I ever get it again that I know it's my costochondritis. But I'm thinking, boy, I bet you heartburn is similar because my mother had it. It is. Same location. Same same nerve plexes, you know, yeah. from that standpoint. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's nothing to mess around with, guys. Right. If, if, it's, if, if you don't know, get it checked out by the pros. I mean, those doctors are there to help you right. and make sure. And if it, it, it is just heartburn, there's a lot of things that we can do to help treat people. And so, yeah, that's the good news about this. And, you know, the more educated you are, the more you can self-treat or work with your doctor and, you know, have a team effort that really yep. is a prime way to work, you know, so you feel oh, yeah. part of the team. Absolutely. What are the stats as far as do most, is it just an older person thing? Or no, Well, it can be. I mean, as we age, you know, basically, you know, with the stomach, we've got should, a, should we, I guess we can certainly. Yeah, because, you know, when I was looking this up, I had a, there was a diagram and this really helped me. If you think of, you know, here we've got the stomach is on the left side, yep, right? So left the, side. the food goes down, yep. goes over into the stomach, and then from there into the Intestines. intestine. With the technical duodenum? Duodenum. duodenum. Yep. Yeah, that's yeah, your upper, so, lower. <laughs> so upper, so here intestine. we've got the stomach, and here the food's going down, yep, and there's a, a sphincter here, the, yep. and that keeps the food going one direction if everything is working right. Correct. And down in here... 
That's why I used red. We've got stomach acid. Yep. And evidently, that's pretty potent acid. Very potent. One molar. One molar hydrochloric acid. So. Now we're talking chemistry. There you <laughs> we go. We got a pharmacist. So if you compare that to other, like, acidic food, this is... Much stronger. Much stronger. Okay. Much <laughs> yeah, it's not... I mean, a tomato is not going to withstand that. So Okay. I, so we've got all this acid down here, which is healthy. We use it to digest, but we want to keep it there. Yep. So with GERD or acid reflux, somehow this stuff gets up and goes this way, and that burns, which is why you get the pain here. Yes. Does that, does that help, Liz? Is, is that... Yep, okay. no, you're describing it really I feel pretty really, good. Really well. I, I feel like that's my contribution to the video. All right, right. well, well it, it's definitely improved course. my artwork, that's for sure. <laughs> so no two ways about it. But yes, so, I mean, when you, you get those symptoms, I mean, it, it's, it, it can happen for right, I mean, there's certain foods that can trigger it, so it's going to be, and it's not everything. In the old days, we used to tell people that, oh, you got, if you have, you know, reflux or GERD, you know, you got to go to this bland diet where you're just eating like white bread and crackers and, and chicken noodle soup. And How about milk? Milk actually is weakly acidic, and some people can actually get irritated by it. Oh, so, okay, it's but not, not always. In but the gray I mean, zone. but that's kind of that's wrong. So that's the old news. the The good news is you can eat a lot, just about anything you want, minus garlic, tomatoes, uh, citrusy fruit, onions, those types of things. So I'm dead in the water. Yeah. I can't eat grapefruit. Well, it's one of the no. If you have heartburn, but I mean, but there's medicines. We're going to get to better living through chemistry shortly. So, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> so, but I mean, it's it's one of those things that if we can avoid some of the foods that are triggers, you know, we can kind of naturally bypass some of this. I mean, a lot of times, you know, we may overeat. We have a high fatty meal. Mm. I mean, it's just you know this <laughs> this this little muscle, the sphincter here, mm -hmm. can get stretched. And all of a sudden, acid will just kind of leak mm -hmm. right through it. Because and, this is... Yep. And, you know, up. what do you do after dinner? You kind of lay around. You watch TV. I mean, you're not necessarily sitting with perfect posture. I mean, if, sure. if you can sit upright after you eat for a good hour, I mean, it's this is going to help because gravity is going to keep things going ah. down in the right direction. Yeah. But, you know, if you're in the lazy boy and you're flipping through channels or you're reading a book... You're, and if, if this thing is a little bulged because yeah. you maybe had, you know, the old 96er or something to that effect, uh, you, you can get some seepage and you're going to get that heartburn. 96er? It's a, did you ever see the Great Outdoors John Candy movie? Pretty I'm funny. Sorry. 96 on steak. <laughs> I don't get out much. Very big piece of meat. <laughs> I quit watching movies after 86. Anyways. Uh, <laughs> That's about when it was made. Well, I was on the borderline. Uh, so anyways, also, so if you lay flat, you're even more prone. More prone to probably suffering. And so there's things that, you know, people can use bed wedges, prop their bed up. So there's a lot of non-drug things you can do. But what it comes down to, and really the title of the video is, you know, the proton pump inhibitors have really revolutionized how we treat these no, type of acid. proton pump inhibitors. So they put up a pump in your system? Well, that's what, yeah, basically the easiest way to think about how we make uh, too much stomach acid, we have pumps. And they're basically in the lining of our stomach and X is what kicks oh, out the stomach you don't acid. I mean, we're no, we're not pumping surgically it in. putting. No, the pump we're not. In we're not, we're not it's pumping. It's not it like in. a pump for for more or not for morphine or for the no. yeah. So the pump yeah, means it's a yeah, it's bio, hydrogen, a, potassium, yeah, a no, natural I, thing that goes yes. on. That, and so, that was a little scary for me. I said the pump, and I thought, what are we going to promote here? People yeah, are putting. There's no little robots in us or anything okay. like that. No, it's. Well, I thought they were going to put them in there. No, I don't know. No, okay. but yeah, ultimately, so it's it's what our stomachs do to break down food. So okay. we need that. It has to, you know, the business ends right here. This is the surface area. Get some of the intestines, nutrients going to the body. Okay. I mean, that's the quick and dirty answer. But the reality of it is a lot's going on. So your body is making a lot of people that have reflux or even other stomach kind of conditions are making too much stomach acid. And as a result, 
salt. So we're getting it, you know, it's seeping out in the wrong direction. We're getting the heartburn. We're getting the discomfort. So if we take these types of medications, uh, like omeprazole or pantoprazole, like Prilosec or Protonix, these are drugs that suppress that acid pump. So your body doesn't make as much acid. So as, and, and realistically, when you take a tablet within about 20 minutes of taking that, uh, like with omeprazole specifically, your, yeah. your stomach acid has been reduced by 80%. So it's, it's a pretty, it's very thorough. So what about, I heard people take Tums over the counter. Yeah, tums. yeah, and that's a neutralizer, so it works differently. That's calcium carbonate, and so it's kind of like so. If you have, uh, you've had acid in a little cup, and you threw some tums in there, it neutralizes, sure. so it's not as damaging. So that works a lot faster than say a proton pump inhibitor, because with it takes about five to seven days for the acid levels for you to perceive. If you have a lot of reflux and discomfort, there's irritation going on, and it takes time to. It's just like any other wound sure. at that point. So if the mucus is kind of irritated. Uh, so the tissues in the throat or the esophagus are actually physically irritated, irritated Correct. lesions in their and they can be, and if untreated, it can go to a myriad of various diseases as as worse as as bad Ulcer, as cancer. Ulcer so too. yeah, you can go ulceration, and if ulcers are left yeah, untreated, it yeah. can become stomach cancer, esophageal cancer, bleeding varices. There's there's a lot of things out there that you know you want to make sure you see your doctor and you get treatment for this. So the first step, I'm thinking, you know. I don't want to take the pills. Maybe diet. Like I know my mother, we had to take citrus out of her diet, and yep. it seemed to help. Yep. Um, and actually, she did get. She was taking. I don't remember. You remember? Yep. She was on ranitidine at one point, and then and I, we yeah, switched think, her to famotidine. And, yeah. Yep. And I'm not sure. She's, she's. I think taking, she's on omeprazole. Yeah. I'm supposed to. That's my job. That's right. That's uh, what you have me for. I got it written. Down. Yeah. It's exactly right. <laughs> um, so, anyways. Um, so you may be able to modify it or maybe be able to control it by diet if it's a mild case. You can. You know, diet and exercise are, are huge. And so exercise far as, has something to do with this? Well, yeah, keeping a healthy body weight. So, because okay. oh. if, if we if we have too much body weight we're carrying around, the things that kind of keep everything in place kind of get stretched and displaced, mm-hmm. and then you know so all of a sudden your stomach's not sitting quite right, and yeah. then you can get reflux. So, healthy body weight is important. Okay. And so as, as far so we work with our our diet a little bit, and maybe it's not going. You talk to your doctor, and it's like uh, time for meds. So this means we have to do prescription meds or they're over the counter. Nope, meds? all these drugs are uh, many of these drugs are all over the counter as well. And so that's, you know, one of the problems that we're facing in this country is, you know, maybe the overutilization of some of these drugs. So we have to be careful with that. Um, the reason that you see a lot of these packages over the counter, they're only for 14 days. We only want you to use it for 2 weeks and if your symptoms, ex- you know, aren't gone by that point, yep. you should be discussing this with your doctor because we want to make sure that there's nothing more serious going on that could be easily hidden by just simply taking months and months and months of over-the-counter proton pump inhibitors. So you're not, yeah, you're just kind of masking You can it. mask the symptoms. And then maybe get a hernia or, well, not a hernia, it, but I mean a... It could be a variety of different things. But sure. I mean, well, I mean, worst case scenarios, let's say you had you know, some severe erosive esophagitis. I mean, that esophagus is just raw and irritated. I mean, sometimes it can be the point where they have to do special procedures or it could be triggering things like very bad disease states like cancer. So at that point, if you got that esophagitis, mm-hmm. it's probably going to be painful to swallow. It is, but some people are so tough. I mean, you know, who, and you, you know, it'd be fun, actually, a buddy of mine's a gastroenterologist, but it'd be fun <laughs> to have him on here. Um, but, you know, 
a lot of these people just don't even recognize it. And it almost be silent in some oh, really? cases. Some people have tremendous pain. So it, it varies from person to person okay. and condition to condition mm-hmm. where along the GI tract it is. So there's a lot of different things that go into these factors. But the medications that we use to help to try and cut down acid are game changing. And so it can be life changing as a result of that. But we still have to be judicious with it. I want to use about the shortest amount of time to get you well because there can be some consequences of overutilization of some of these medications sure. as well. You mean some side effects that Taking, cause other problems? Yeah. I mean, so, I mean, you think about your stomach acid, it's one of your best immune defenders. So, I mean, it helps to protect you against things like pneumonia and, you know, so it's, it's, and, and, and other respiratory infections. So it actually, you know, even though. Oh, because it goes up into the. Esophagus. Well, no, it's not, it's not even the esophagus. You just, you know, it could be on your food or whatever, but it's bacteria. Sure. And so, and it, and it can't stand up to that acid. Okay. Although we do have acids that are bacteria that do stand up to those acids too. But those, we'll talk I'm about I'm assuming those are good. There's good bacteria too. I there's good bacteria. Yep. There's your, yep. Your, that's another video. That's a <laughs> couple of videos probably. <laughs> yeah. So, but I mean, so when we have people with symptoms, we have to treat them and we want to treat them for as what, you know, and usually it takes about three months to get everything to heal up. And if you are three months and you're like, I feel great, I'm not having symptoms. At that point, you know, your doctor may even suggest mm-hmm. that maybe you can try and cut down or try and discontinue the product. But there's a double-edged sword with proton pump inhibitors specifically is that they can cause a rebound in your acid production for about 14 days after you discontinue a product. So depending upon the dose level that your doctor puts you on for your particular condition, some people have to take it up to twice a day. Uh, Some people only take it once a day. Usually like to half that dose for, you know, a couple of weeks and then stop it. And like I said, recognize that you will probably have a little bit of rebound reflux so you want to you have to kind of muscle through that or maybe use something like a tums or maybe something like a pepsid which is an over-the-counter supplement to help try and cut that down and bridge the gap so so the one thing because i think once you see your doctor you're you know hopefully you're listening to him you got him as your quarterback or your coach yep but if you're in that phase where i want to see if i can do this with over-the-counter meds and you said they're typically 14 days and then if that doesn't work then you better should see your doctor so is there a acceptable and wise way to go in to get an over-counter med that you could suggest to people to see? Well, if they you know, can... when people come and see me, you know, we're going to talk, I'm going to try and get a gauge as to, you know, how long they've been suffering, what makes it worse. You know, we're going to see if it's always after meals. Is it when they lay down at bedtime? Is it all day? So you're saying like, if I'm a customer, I come in, I have not seen my doctor. I could go ask the pharmacist, I've yep. got heartburn. Can you recommend anything? Yep. And so we could kind of, you know, see how long you've been in. He goes, yeah, you know, it's been like two months and I've been feeling horrible. Every time I eat, I just get this horrible pain up here. It just doesn't feel right. I'm right. nauseated. Yeah. I'm like, well, you know, we can try a couple of different things. And I would give them options. Um, you know, Pepsid is one. It's a little bit faster acting than the proton pump inhibitors, right. but the proton pump inhibitors are more thorough and they're more effective. So depending, and that's, you can get that over the counter. Yeah, they're too. all over the counter. These are all over the counter at this point. This is my arena. Um, so, but we always say, hey, I'd like you to just try this for about two weeks, and if this isn't better. Or if you see symptoms worsening while you're doing this, don't mess around with this and wait for something to happen in a positive direction. Talk to your doctor because you're going to need the help. We got to figure out what's going on directly. And and there's I've ton of incidences where they go in and all of a sudden it was a big deal. Do you have many people come in for advice? Like that? Yeah, all the time. So, yeah, and we're very, you know, we want to talk to people. That's what we're there for. So hopefully we can give them some temporary help unless they need more thorough help from their doctors. Which is something, you know, we're getting to the end of the video, but this is uh, something I didn't know because I don't, I've 
don't go to the farmers very much because yeah. I've been pretty healthy. But I, I didn't know that you could go. I, I just get a lot of my advice from Chris. I talk to him about something. He tells me. And it's like, I remember I had a skin thing. I says, oh, I got to go to the doctor to get something for this. And he gave me a little over-the-counter advice. I got it. It was gone. It's like, you know, a pharmacist, uh, they work. I mean, a pharmacist and a, and a doctor really need yeah. to work hand in hand. And I, they can. Oh, yeah. You you can eliminate doctor visits by Doing some uh, I don't know. I don't think we can eliminate. We can help out when it's something well, in simple. In my case, I mean, it was a simple thing. It's like, I don't want to go oh, to yeah. a doctor because of a rash. I just need something to put on it. Yep. And you help me. And like this, this could possibly oh, yeah. stop a doctor. Yeah, visit. I think the use of over-the-counter medications, I think, is very, very effective. And, and I think it has its place in therapy. But again, we have to be careful because, I mean, you know, if we're older, I mean, if yeah. we're smokers, I mean, there's there's a lot of things that could be triggers that your doctor really needs to address these things. And, sure. you know, long-term, you know, as we age and we take these things for long, long periods of time, we found that there is a higher risk for osteoporosis. So, you know, might want to be taking a calcium supplement if you're on it, specifically calcium citrate sure. versus calcium carbonate. Um, because the carbonate needs the acid to break down. So if you're reducing the acid environment, you want to use something that's bioavailable. Overlap and we don't want to cause another problem. With exactly. Something. So, I mean, we have to be mindful of other things. You know, like I said, it's, you know, disease state management too. I mean, we can see, and you know, if you higher risks of uh, what they call Clostridium difficile, which is another very bad intestinal bug Ooh. that when our Sounds stomach, like it. <laughs> when our, there is a correlation with long-term use of these medications. Mm -hmm. So we have to be real careful and that's why you're doctor has to be involved with your treatment plan. Sure. So coming in and seeing me is nice and I enjoy it, but you know, a lot of times we have to make sure we do the professional punt and hand it off to the pro. So whether sure. it's your regular physician or a gastroenterologist, I mean, these guys are the ones that really know and they, you know, they'll turn you back to me and we'll talk about proton pump inhibitors at length, particularly if you end up on a prescription yeah. to make sure you're using it is long enough. How, you know, what, what's the best tapering strategy if that's in the end. And you should always, when you're talking with your doctors, what's going to be the end game here? I mean, am I going to have to take this forever? Ever. And we're finding that about 27% of the people do. So there are, you know, so your doctor has to mitigate those risks but, for you. For, so you're saying almost three-fourths of the people eventually can get can off. Can of get it. off. So if they're eating well, losing a little bit of weight, watching what they eat, minding the type of things that they eat. Um, maybe, you know, maybe get a wedge to sleep on. Wedge to sleep on, mm -hmm. you know, smaller meals multiple times a day. Sometimes seems out grazing versus gorging kind sure. of thing. You know, yeah. so there's, there's a lot of things that can be done that do not require you know, medicine, but, yep. but a lot of times they're there for you if you need it, but just realize that long-term use does have some consequences. So we have to be mindful of that. And you want to work with your doctor to do the safest, most effective plan. See if there is an exit strategy for you. So we don't have to succumb to some of these risks that could be associated with long-term use sure, of these medications. Sure. So wow. we've got to be very, very careful. I'm feeling better already. All right. Well, there you go. No reflux right. spread. Thank you for listening and watching. And we'll be back with another exciting episode with Chris. Have a good day, guys. <laughs>